Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Tea Time with Isa, where we discuss anything and everything there is to discuss about. Today, we will be discussing this essential question. The essential question is, explain the causes of the, of the Columbian Exchange and its effects on Europe and the Americas during the period after 1492. So, yeah. First, let's talk about what is the Columbian Exchange. The Columbian Exchange is sometimes um, called by uh, the tri- sometimes called the Triangle Chain Trade. I cannot speak for the life of me, or the Columbian Interchange. I believe. Um, basically, this was a sea-based trade route where it connected the Americas, Africa, and Europe, and Altogether, they traded within themselves. So the Americas would bring cash crops to Europe. Europe would bring manufactured goods to Africa. And Africa would would offer uh, slaves to Europeans who would take them to America. And it would just be a cycle that of that. Um, it gets more complicated when you look into the details. Um, so, but yeah, that's just like the base of what you need to know. Basically, those three continents traded with each other, and with that, it brought a an exchange of people, culture, and diseases. So let's talk about uh, the diseases. Um, with Spanish conquest in the Americas, many of the native people died. This also happened in um, same thing. Also happened in North America, but um, in Latin America. Sorry, my camera kind of cut off, but my camera, my my kind of cut off. Uh, cut off. I am so sorry. Um, anyways, in Latin America, what was I saying? With uh, Spanish conquest in the Americas, many of the native people died from smallpox, measles, or sometimes influ- influenza, I believe, um, which reduced the native population uh, down to 50% of its original number. Um, and because the native people weren't immune to the European diseases, well, they obviously died because they don't have any immunity to them, right? Um, and be- also because they were enslaved in the um, the Spanish encomiendas, um, many of them were overworked, obviously, and a lot of them decided to escape because, well, first of all, it was their land, right? So they knew it pretty well. They knew how to function through it they knew what was like they knew how to survive basically on their land and for the most part many of them knew the tribes that were around them right so they would escape and it would be really hard for the european the europeans to like actually catch them because they don't know the land they don't they've they, they, they don't they're not from here you know they're not from the americas and uh because the Europeans were like, oh, well, we need labor because we can't, we don't have enough Europeans to actually work on um, these plantations and the natives are dying and they're also escaping. What do we do? Well, guess what they did? They looked to Africa to, you know, trade slaves to like to start a, a new connection and they traded slaves with them. Um manufactured goods for slaves and with the bringing of slaves to the americas it brought 
the African slaves to the Americas, it brought new people, it brought new culture, it brought, um, what else did it bring? Yeah, it brought, it brought cultural syncretization, I believe is the word. Cultural syncretism is, um, when, like, cultures kind of mix and match with each other or not mix and match but like they kind of like mesh into one and they create this new culture for example um voodoo is a mix of christianity and african spiritualism or african spiritual an african spiritual belief i do not know exactly which one but it's african spiritualism and um that mixed together and that somehow created this new beautiful belief system beautiful culture beautiful you know um it's a new culture that was brought because of two different cultures that is religious syncretism so that is an example of religious syncretism um but yeah uh because um our europeans brought africans into uh the americas um the culture syncretized which is why we see a lot of african influence in many latin american countries um, such as Guerrero, and, um, I also believe in the coast of the peninsula de Yucatan. Um, let's see, what else? Okay, so besides bringing diseases, um, and slaves, and Christianity, the Europeans also brought animals that did not originate from the Americas, such as horses, cattle, and pigs. Um, because these animals weren't native to the Americas, they... And they were kind of let loose. They weren't really, like... <coughs> I'm sorry. They were just... Like, for the most part, they were kind of let loose. And they overgrazed the land. So a lot of the time, you know, that would disturb um, the native lands and... It would affect the amount of food that was coming in um, for the native population. So they would overeat everything. Um, their Your farm would be gone if a pig were to get into it, you know. So, yeah, that wasn't really good. And because of that, a lot of tribes starved. And that reduces the population of the natives. Um, with new crops though that were brought into europe the population in europe was able to grow um because now they have a healthier diet now they have more food and uh europe shifted from feudalism to capitalism feudalism was a system where monarchs would grant land to nobles who who would then give military services and peasants would work on these granted lands as serfs or as indentured servants and would either work until their deaths were paid, which was for the indentured servants, or they were, they kind of like belonged to the land. They were like slaves, but not really. They were free, but not free in a way. It gets very messy. Um, but they would basically like belong to the land. So if a noble were to sell his land and whatnot, it would come with the serfs. So yeah, the serfs were like part of the deal. Um, but yeah, they shifted to capitalism because control over capital would have given you more power than control over land during this time. Um, 
And another cause that came from the uh, Caribbean exchange was the evolution of maritime technology um, and more organized in conducting trade. So Europeans started to to form these jock, uh, joint stock companies, oh my god, um, which was a business owned by many investors who all shared the same liability. So if something were to happen to their ship and their goods and whatnot, they would only lose or would have to pay the amount they invested. So because of this, um, joint stock companies reduce the risk of individual individual investors. So if you were to, if you without a joint stock company, if your ship of goods were to sink in a storm or whatnot, you would lose everything, and you could probably go bankrupt or whatnot. Uh, but now with joint stock companies, um, you and all these other investors will all lose on the will all lose the amount you put in. So it reduces the risk for you, right? But if everything comes back, you know, say sound perfectly beautiful, you know, um, that is on, that only benefits you. So it was a win-win scenario because you know you're not losing as much as you would if you were to do this alone and because of this this encouraged many other investors to invest in these companies leading to an an economic growth in Europe now i'm going to give, give an example of a maritime technology that was developed during this time um one that was very used um was the caravel ship that was that originated from portugal from so the portuguese basically invented this thing around the 15th century um and they used this ship specifically to explore um like they developed this ship to explore along the west african coast and into the atlantic ocean Basically, the ship had um, a Latin sail, which gave it speed and capability for sailing in wind. So they would have control over, like, the direction using the sail, right? So the sail would give them more control over the ship. And it was a lot faster, a lot more nimble. And it was only meant for trading and exploration. It wasn't meant for war whatsoever, so that made the ship a little bit lighter, but it made it faster. So that is an example of a maritime technology. I hope that was able to answer the question a little bit for you and to kind of give you an idea of what um, the European, sorry, the Colombian exchange was. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. But now it's time for me to tune out.